Jim Gass, joined by Mike Sneedy. Corey Feinstein. Yo. And Tony There you go. Achong. Yo, what's up, guys? Welcome, listeners, viewers, to the Halloween edition. Even though it's Halloween does happen. We do have one more after this, but we're going to do our Halloween list here. This was their our top five horror villains. Um, I don't know. We'll make a consensus list. I don't know. We don't have to do that with these. These are like, you know, whatever. We're going to talk about it. I guess we can make a consensus list if you'd like. But uh, in this episode, that's what we're going over. That's our topic. Welcome right now. We're going to talk about some uh, interesting news that came out this week. Uh, the big news, obviously. The big news. But let's first, get, let's get, first get into what we've been up to. Uh, I can say that, um, personally, I'll kick us off, uh, break the ice here. I got into some anime, finally. Um, oh, man. In, 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 as well as watching Dragon Prince, which is not anime. It's anime-ish, anime style. Not, not anime. Yeah. Uh, I watched Demon Slayer. Um I'm nice. Three, yes, yes. Four yes. four episodes in. Uh, so I got I got a bunch of work done. What happened was uh, it's it's a fortuitous fortuitous sprain, I guess, because I got to watch some episodes today. Uh, I stepped in a pothole yesterday and really hurt my ankle. Oh. Like oh yeah, really hurt my. I went for an X rays this morning. Uh, oh it was, it was shit. Bad. So it was bad, um, but it's only a mild sprain, and I can't imagine because I've never really I've, I've twisted my ankle before where it hurts. I've never sprained it like this, mm-hmm. and this hurts. I can't imagine what like a full sprain feels like. Uh, this is a mild sprain. I did one ligament got sprained. Uh, Wait, so what were you doing? I, I was walking Stepping around the house. Holes. Yeah, Damn, I was walked. walking around the house. <laughs> and I guess with the recent rainstorm, it made a divot outside of my walkway. And oh, shit. and it was kind of on a hill yes. by my grandmother's place. You know, it kind of like stepped and went, and I went right yeah. down. I went right down. Damn. And then I was like, oh, no, I'm okay. And I went to get up, and I'm like, oh, no, oh. no, no, no. <laughs> Tim had to help me back Dude, downstairs. Put that pressure on. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Tim's, Tim's like, can, can you walk? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, no problem. So I went to stand up and oh God, the scream and the profanity that came out of my mouth was just, uh, but yeah, so the gym's out for a little while. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so I got to watch Arm Day now. Demon, yeah, Demon Slayer, uh, which I am enjoying quite a bit. Uh, the You're right. The fight sequences are so good. Like I really enjoying that part of it. Because uh, I was like, what is the draw here? I'm like, I didn't like the beginning too much myself, but... Uh, a little slow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just kind of was like, you know, whatever. But uh, I, I do like this quite a bit. Uh, you know, the character learning is is interesting, the, the, the paths. Uh, I like the first introduction of the, the first Demon Slayer guy, the samurai. Um, mm-hmm. uh, you I, or something? Yeah, I really like his character. He's like, a badass. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, so I really you learn that. about a little more about him later on. It's I'm sure. Cool. I'm sure. Uh, and the master, which is kind of cool to watch. Um, so, but yeah, uh, yeah. Demon mask. Yep, yep. So I really am enjoying this quite a bit. Uh, and then well, um, you didn't get to the final selection, right? Uh, no, I did not get there yet. No. So, oh. um, like he's still training, basically. He is. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Because okay. after he after the like, once it hits the final selection, the thing yeah. is just yeah. like catapults. Okay. Because there's the next no level. there's no like it's not like okay I have to watch this next episode. I did, but I'm like mm-hmm. it, there was no hook yet. I know it's gonna be there, but uh, you know there's always that one that just okay let's go, <laughs> and then you watch the rest of the series. Um, yeah. But yeah. Sure. So I watched that. Uh, I actually watched the I watched the Watchmen. Uh, premiere ah. on HBO, um, and uh, yeah. It's like a or it's right? like it's a sequel i believe uh the thing is, is i kind of went really in the dark with this like not knowing uh really too much about what was going on uh and so it's kind of bizarre really bizarre the intro is it feels very 
anime-ish where you're kind of like, as we just described, you're kind of like, what is go- going on here? Like, they don't really give you mm-hmm. enough information. They just, you assume they're going to fill in these blanks. Uh, that's what I'm hoping they do. Uh, because there's mm-hmm. no, there's a lot of blanks in the beginning. Like, you're like, I, okay, I guess they're telling me this in the story and they'll go back to what the hell that was. Uh, and, but, but it was good. Pr- it was a very good premiere based on like, it was an interesting premiere based on racism. Uh, and, uh, mm-hmm. it was, I guess that's really what the whole, this universe is about here now. Um, it was sort of racism, but it's like against cops and stuff. Like you can't, they have to mask police now. They have to wear masks to hide who they are. Uh, but, uh, that, that's kind of, it's a weird premise, but I'm enjoying it. Like very visually stunning, like excellent, uh, camera work, cinematography. Um, okay. and, uh, cool. so yeah, I'm enjoying that. I watched that and you know. Um, there was one other thing I watched too. Shoot, I don't remember it on the spot now. I'm, I'm, I, there is one more thing I know I watched. I was like, oh, I got to talk about this on the podcast. Oh, never mind. I listened to a podcast, and I'm going to talk about it on the podcast. Uh, <laughs> I, I listened to Office Ladies. Uh, the nice. you, know, you, you hear about this one, guys? The Office. Uh, Jenna Fisher and um, the woman that played um, uh, the blonde haired Angela. Angela are doing their own podcast mm-hmm. where they're going to yeah. mm-hmm. go episode by episode and break it down and. Uh, it was I really enjoyed it. Like it was really cool to uh, they basically watch the, they they go over the premiere, give you like fun facts about what stuff was going on behind the scenes. Uh, what because it was the pilot, it was even more like interesting news because like they had original casting, what happened to these people, why they had to recast. They were going through like all of that. It was it was really awesome. Uh, That's, you know, yeah, I always love those behind the scenes yeah. looks and you know a little more insight of you know behind the curtain stuff. Yeah, uh, I, I was really really impressed with. Uh, with that episode because it started off kind of like you can hear they were nervous and they almost kind of like hit their stride about halfway through. So I'm really looking forward to the next episode. Um, cool. And uh, yeah, so, I mean, it's new for them. I'm sure they haven't really done a podcast before, but uh, and it, it's not easy talking in front of Mike, even though we're not talking in front of all of you listeners right now, it's always tough <laughs> to get things rolling. I have to say it really is. <laughs> so uh, I, I do appreciate their, uh, their work here. And I'm, I'm looking forward to like, as like that show hit its stride season two and three, uh, where they're going to go with the story because they talk about how this season one was basically a rewrite of the British show. Uh, and, mm-hmm. you know, while they had their own stuff, they said that it was like it was, you know, the script was the same. The pilot was definitely the same. A straight. Yeah. Film, no, you know. yeah. So, yeah. It was like I think I mentioned that there was a story I heard. I forget where it was. was like how the writers wanted to keep it like the UK, yes. like the UK version. Yep. And then the executives were like, no, you have to make. Yeah. Michael uh, Scott, I gotta like, say, your old virgin character. Yes, uh, that, uh, that change, changes. obviously, that like th- usually an executive decision like like that usually affects the show. Like where the writers get, you know, like <laughs> a writer, you want to you assume like people like us want to hear from the writer and what they want to bring their vision. Yeah. But I gotta give the executive side credit there because uh, if they stuck to the British side of things, like. I don't know where that show would have been. It probably wouldn't have made as long as it did. Uh, it would have yeah. never been like what we got from season three and four, uh, you know, uh, and because the, the, they told they, they did tell them like Michael Scott can be a, you know, can be like that terrible David Brent boss. But you've got to give like show signs that he's actually competent, like he knows what he's doing, because mm-hmm. uh, he would have lost his job years ago, you know. So like that was like the thing they built him on. So like they always showed he was such a great salesman in the show, and like mm-hmm. yeah, but that was the executives' decisions on that one, not the writers. Uh, so they, it was pretty interesting that they came up with that. Um, but yeah, so it's good, good, uh, good podcast. I recommend it if you're an Office fan. Cool. Uh, that, that's pretty much it for me, Mike. Nothing. Just James stuff, not. Anything else? All right. 
Uh, no Tom- Yankees, Mike. <laughs> no, Yankees no, we're not going to talk about Yankees that. don't exist. <laughs> Yankees don't exist. Uh, Tony. Uh, no, nothing for me. Okay, uh, Corey. Uh, I did start watching an anime, another one called Garden of Sinners. Have you heard of that, Tony? Mm. I think it takes place in the Fate universe. Uh, you know, the Fate oh. universe. <laughs> yeah. But universe. it is weird as. Oh, it's like weird as fuck. I, I don't know if I can. Well, my coworker who recommended or who talks up uh, Demon Slayer a lot, he was talking about this one too. So I was like, well, I'll check it out. Mm-hmm. But I have not been able to get into it yet. And it's more like movies. Like they're like hour episodes, but they're like, um, you know, movies instead of TV show mm-hmm. episodes. So there's only eight of them. And I think they're like an hour each or so. So I was oh. like, oh, I'll check it out. But, um, yeah, so I don't know. I'll, I'll see. It's just really weird so far. Like, I don't know if I can. It sort of starts off with like girls just like committing suicide randomly, and then like these people are like, what is going on here? This is this. There's like no rhyme or reason to this, and we gotta figure out what's happening. So, hmm. but it's just got that whole kind of drab, like nothing's happening yet kind of thing. Gotcha. Like you know, I'm sure things will start going on, but. Uh, yeah, it just I was like, well, this is really weird. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. we'll see. All right, all right. Um, nothing else then. Good. That's it. Yeah. All right, let's go to the box office then. I don't, I don't have it open. I'm sorry, everybody. I was. Oh, I do have it open. Oh, Maleficent. Maleficent. Yeah, Maleficent was uh, 36 million, number one, beating the Joker finally, mm-hmm. taking over number one spot. Joker still did a good hold at uh, 29.3 million. <laughs> that movie has now passed. Uh, Deadpool as the highest grossing rated R movie, or it will be passing. It's 40 million short right now. Um, so, wow. Yeah. Domestically? Domestically, yes. Oh, is it domestically okay. or internationally? I don't know. But I know that it's, uh, I was reading that today on Box Office. Uh, the back Box Office. Right? Justice League internationally. I, I, and like how, domestically. I like how Justice League is like that bar, that bar, like just get past here. And then you can it see is. where you're, it's like, it's like, here's the line of water. And then you can like, once you get the head up there, well, let's see where you can go. It's like Justice League was supposed to be the, the Avengers for this universe. And so anytime anything passes, it's like, well, that just goes to show this was terrible decision, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that always should have been an easy billion dollars. Like an easy billion dollars. Yeah. <clears throat> and you, know, you really had to try not to make a billion dollars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they tried. Yeah. Uh, so it's doing, well, anyways, uh, Zombieland is not doing very well. Uh, 26.8 million. It had a huge, they're expecting a huge fall off this week too. Mm. Um, just from projections. Um, so it's not doing so hot. Um, Adam's family, um, at 16.1, that's number four. It's a spread this week on... on, on uh, and Gemini Man, which is going to now lose them $75 million, which I guess is not the worst for a movie, but that's that's pretty bad. That's number five. Um, oh. I like how they just know this now by just scaling and projections. It's going to lose them $75 million. Um, mm-hmm. So, Will Smith can't save Gemini Man. So, can't save himself. What are they, uh, some side of Suicide Squad now? <laughs> <laughs> Well, he, showed, he chose poorly he there. Did cho- he chose Gemini Man, yeah. yeah. But whatever. So they have to get, um, I don't know, we'll hopefully bring him back. Uh, so for, for Suicide Squad, like a third one. We'll see. Yeah, I mean, uh, I like this, the dead shots. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Terminator Dark Fate is uh, in like previews now. Early reviews are coming out saying it's franchise resurrected. Did we go that far yeah. yet? I mean, this is the thing about these screenings is they're favorable screenings. 
like they're, they're in front of people that you would assume are going to say this i hope mm-hmm. uh so apparently I, they had like a a screening of it which they advertise as terminated to judgment day coming back into theaters oh the yeah, yeah dark fate which oh, is wow. pretty cool i guess that's a cool if thing, you're a yeah. fan of terminator because yeah. like I'm, you've already seen terminator 2 i'm sure but at the same time it's like wait i paid for terminator 2 i wanted to see this in the big screen i was all excited but then no. Do, you, do you watch it? Know. Do you watch it and that. like? Do you watch it and then go complain to the movie theater? Be like, this wasn't the movie I paid for. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Right. All right. That's why I was like, ah. Big, that's, that's really cool. That. The big news this week, guys. The big news. Let's just get to it now. We've all. I don't know if we've all seen it. Corey, you're, you're avoiding it. Uh, I have. I, seen I'm it. not actively avoiding it. I just didn't. I didn't go out of my way to watch it either because I actually wasn't. I wasn't around to see it, so to speak, when it showed uh, during Monday Night Football. Okay, so the Star Wars trailer premiered, the newest one, the last one. Uh, you know, mixed mixed reviews. I can see the mixed ideas from people. Like, it, it didn't have the excitement of the first one so much. But uh, I enjoyed the the scenes, and, and I, and I like the fact that it was more of a... I don't want to see too much of a movie. Like, I don't. So I'm happy that they only gave us like a little more, a peek at one area new, and then the rest was exactly what we kind of saw already, just a little bit more um with a couple of extra extra stuff thrown in um but uh you know i i my excitement levels like really high for this and considering like i was not a big fan of last jedi um as much as you know like tony which i know you're looking forward to the end of this franchise uh this 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 run not franchise this run let me rephrase that um because we talked about in our chat it's you know where you want this franchise to go after this but um but yeah, I, I don't know. I'm excited for this finale. Like, and the more I, I I see the previews and and hear like the the Luke voice that we got in this trailer was the old Luke. Like, you can hear it in the tone. It wasn't Hermit Luke. Have you noticed that? And I don't know if I else picked mm-hmm. that up. But I, I definitely liked to have that because that's what that's what I didn't like about the Last Jedi to me. It was like that wasn't Luke. Uh, you know that. Yeah, it was. New, but yeah, it was. I, I feel like this was gonna. This is this should give him you a little gonna, bit. You gonna dispute it? It's well, official. This this will um yeah, but so is Midichlorians. That's fine. It's all fan fiction at this point. Yeah. Uh but oh by the way, oh uh I do have somebody uh who's going to watch this for the first time Star Wars machete style. Hmm. So we are yeah, gonna get reactions. Cool. I'll get I'll get reactions from them. So uh I just found out I bought tickets for some for my brother and his girlfriend. His girlfriend's never seen it. Uh, so he texted me. I bought tickets for this movie for them for the for the as they went on sale and I got a text from him, he's like, What how should she watch these movies? And I'm like, four, five, two, three, six, seven, eight. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I'm like, he's like, okay. So that's what they're gonna do. Um, but we'll see. Um, so, anyway, skip out on Qui Gon and Darth Maul completely. Yeah. yeah so, uh, I think that's a mistake. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think it's it's fine because it's it's not a it's not something you absolutely need. I don't know. You just no, don't need that. No, I mean, you don't I, need any of the prequels. I <laughs> I think it's a or nice backstory the, as or Anakin. The current franchise, or the current three movies, you don't need either. Um, so yeah, back to the back to the um, Rise of Skywalker. Though we have, uh, I don't have the final numbers from this news, but I do the breaking news that came out was it sold more tickets in the first hour in, of pre-sale than any other movie in Adam ticket history. Uh, so that beat out. Yeah. It, but now I remembered. Do you all remember my complaints? Adam did something else silly too recently. No, like but, something else outsold something it shouldn't have. But everything else, that. everything else was broken at Endgame's launch. Like I remember, I couldn't buy my tickets for like four hours. 
Yeah, Corey, Corey had to send an underling out to get tickets. <laughs> yeah, they had to physically go to the theater to get the tickets because you yeah. can do it online. Yeah. Like, so. the AMC's thing was down for, like, hours. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it was, so like, that's, most of the day. So that's the thing. It's a metric. I'm not saying it's not a metric, but Endgame tickets launch at, like, what was it, like, 6 a.m. or 7 a.m. or whatever it was, yeah, and well, Skywalker tickets went on sale at, what, like, 6 p.m., 7 p.m., like... I think it was like eight thirty. Eight thirty. So you know, people are still awake and stuff like that. It's not still like awake you... and at home, like most likely on a Monday night. You know. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that's true. But but the time of it was different too. I don't know. We don't have. I don't have like actual numbers released. Um, so that. I, th- I mean, it's definitely good. Uh, there was obviously a lot of hype. And There's a lot of draw. I sent that, that picture yeah. of that like sold out. Sold out. So yeah. I thought that was pretty funny. Uh, I mean, but, we we got our tickets, but um, yeah, and. Um, the, uh, there are people that uh, I know like, they were trying to get tickets as well and couldn't get them. My my issue that oh. I ran into, and I know this is maybe not like I don't, it's our podcast, so we, we can talk about this. My issues I ran into was AMC's app was not clear about the fact that they had a line queue. So I opened Poor the line queue. Yeah. So I I opened the app with like thirty minutes in advance. Remember, but I closed yeah. it. But you can't close it. You have to leave it on your screen and you stay in queue. So I didn't reopen right. it until like under 10 minutes left and then i was 18 minutes waiting before i got in to buy a ticket uh and if i had known there was going to be a line queue i would have just left it on my screen and that that kind of upset me because we could have had better seats uh we did get into the first showing like i i said i was going to you have to yeah Yeah. as Uh, long as we're not in b row b and a like no we're in the c we're in the bottom c yeah that's okay you're still okay there you just don't want to be up that one next level and then and then mike and i were going saturday that week uh we're going to the newest theater by us here the luxury theaters Mm -hmm. um and so we'll have a beer and a star wars uh, yeah. and uh, so that'd be cool but um, we'll try that theater out and that was very easy to buy tickets for I have to say Sinopolis was like super easy. I went on today to look for another ticket for, for my friend John and they're still there so uh, mm-hmm. you know Sinopolis it's it's the big theaters Regal, AMC uh, well you know. I mean also the, the nice theaters because no offense the, the new Sinopolis like they redid that theater but it's oh, the still a nice, crappy theater yeah. yeah like it's the the screen is I feel like sitting at uh, my on my couch and looking at my 65-inch TV is the same thing almost. That's how small it feels like. Yeah. Uh, interesting. So we could have sat closer is what you're saying <laughs> than the E-Row, which is more towards the back. But uh, It's just small. It's yeah. really small. Like okay. going, You're going to go see it at AMC and then you're going to go see it at uh, Sinopolis. You're going to be like, whoa. <laughs> this is it's like... Yeah, especially because I'll weird. see it you know, two days before, less than two days before essentially. But... Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so we got our premiere showing. And uh, Tony, did you get tickets? Yeah. Good, good. All right, you going yeah. premiere, premiere night or are you going? No, nah, premiere night. Okay. Just so I can get out of the way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just don't want to get the spoilers and that, you know, so. Yeah. Uh, what's some news we have about this? Oh, the runtime for Rise of the Skywalker has been confirmed to be the longest Star Wars movie ever 155, mm-hmm. 155 mm-hmm. minutes. So, and, and it got a PG 13 rating. 155. Didn't all like three of the movies? No, oh, no, Jedi. No, didn't. just um, hour and two and a half hours. Yeah, Revenge of the Sith. Say, like, I, Revenge, Revenge of the Sith, Sith was the only one that got PG. It feels like these movies could do better as like a three hours, right? Yeah, well, yeah. two hours and I mean, thirty-five you, minutes. Is people will sit good. through it for that long. Yeah, yeah. Two hours and thirty-five is a pretty good chunk movie. It's a pretty big movie. So, um, well, I mean, Endgame was longer, right? And, and yeah. it was like the full three hours, right? Yeah, yeah. Almost, yeah. So, 
I don't know. Uh, we, we got into a conversation about the box office performance for, for movies coming up uh, for a little bit on our on our chat and Discord. Well, the, well, the thing um, I do want to say is, like, you don't necessarily need a longer movie to tell a better story. Like, that's not required or anything like that. And obviously, we saw how just throwing sequences into a movie doesn't really work just to, like, kind of pad the, the numbers mm-hmm. a little bit. Like, we saw that with Last Jedi, so... Just because it's like not hitting those endgame length numbers doesn't mean it's going to be sure. you know, bad. Sure. No, it's going to, I mean, we'll, we'll get into like numbers for this uh, later on as we get closer. I think we'll do a predictions episode. Well, obviously, we'll do like a preview and like do a cover and what we're expecting, mm-hmm. but. Um, but we'll get into that as we get closer. So let's get into some news, other news here. Uh, Fast and Furious writer is meeting with Keanu Reeves for a possible role in the newest Fast, Fast and Furious movie. So I'm, nobody's seen Hobbs and Shaw yet, right? No. Okay. I'm gonna go out and limb and say villain. <laughs> villain for Keanu Reeves? Is this accurate? Corey? I'm not gonna say anything. Okay, okay. Becomes <laughs> a good guy. Uh, maybe. I mean, that's what happens in these, these this movie all the time. So Jason Statham, uh, <clears throat> all of them actually. Let me rephrase this: the entire team is villains, and then they become get their heist people, so they're they're criminals. Uh, mm-hmm. But they are then they, then they become and then like, even the good guys turn bad to be, <laughs> at yeah. some point. So do you guys remember Jeff Loeb? Yeah. <laughs> I just feel like it's been a while. The since head of DC Cinema, right, or something? He's uh, he, yeah, he's he's leaving Marvel TV. Jeff Loeb. Yeah. Wait, wait, isn't he DC? No, he's he's. Oh, uh, he was one of the uh, Marvelian. Oh, I'm thinking of somebody else. He's then. head of Marvel TV, the guy that goes to Comic Con every year, and oh, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so he's, he's uh, reportedly all the shield hashtag all connected. Yep, he's reportedly leaving okay. Marvel, um, very okay. shortly over the Thanksgiving break is what I'm hearing. Uh, so oh no, the uh, promotion of uh, the promotion of Feige basically has axed his position entirely. So uh, he's looking, but he's looking for uh, other locations. I wonder if he goes to DC universe or something like that you know he can probably go to the dc oh, universe yeah. area and work there but uh i don't know uh we haven't heard from him in a while marvel television is pretty much dead at this point he's so. like a cool guy though yeah he's not he was nice <laughs> he, he enjoyed he enjoyed his work he enjoyed his work for certain yeah. i mean you know the thing is like it could be um obviously related to feige who knows what type of relationship they didn't get they a wall they didn't get a i think he's I, yeah I mean, I think he's older too. Like, yeah, isn't he? He is. So I don't, I don't know. But uh, I know, you know they, I heard they on. they weren't getting along too well. So that's for certain. But uh, well, hashtag it's all connected. <laughs> that was him, right? Yes, that is him. So uh, all right. Uh, last of the news we have Watchmen. Uh, back to that. The premiere on uh, the premiere for it scored the highest rated premium cable premiere of 2019. So what does that even mean? Let's see. What's it be? A lot of people watched it. And more, more so than any other show on premium cable. <laughs> yes. Uh, so it did not outdo the premiere of Game of Thrones, but the the premiere in twenty eleven. No, no, oh, okay. the, the premiere, but it was that close. So mm-hmm. that, that's a pretty good premiere. That's yeah. They gotta be very happy with that. Um, so that's interesting. Yeah, that's good. That's good numbers. That's good. That's good. Uh, good television there. So, I mean, their next episode's going to have to really bring a lot of information to it, I think, to keep people. I think you're, everybody's going to give it a few episodes to let them get an idea of this universe under control. Because if you don't know anything about this universe at all, you're like, what is going on? Because I really am trying to – I remember a little bit about the Watchmen movie, but I'm you know, watching this, like, trying to, to 
understand what's going on within this. Um, so I don't know, but uh, we'll see. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much it for the. You news. don't want to talk about? Oh, I missed uh, this stuff. I missed this stuff up top. Sorry, I missed this stuff up top. <laughs> Um, Netflix has uh, revealed its most viewed shows, and obviously Stranger Things is at the top. Uh, big, no, no big shock there, right? Not really. By a lot. Nope. It is by a lot, but I mean, there's no big shock there. So I mean, their their viewership declined again for the second quarter, um, despite having me paying them now two months in a row. <laughs> wow, that's weird. <laughs> Well, they, I don't forgot they to know that? They don't know that? I, I forgot. I think you should write them, let them know, be I, like, hey. I forgot to cancel. So I canceled now. They got me for another $17 this month because I forgot to cancel in time. Hmm. So if they got 4K me. content, you got to yeah. get it somewhere. I know. That's I gotta, where they get you. Yeah. So, I mean, the numbers are pretty good. I mean, Umbrella Academy, you can see, is 45 million is the number they gave for that uh, most viewed show. 45 million. Stranger Things is at 64. Umbrella is a big hit on their hands. That, sequ- that second season could be huge for them. Uh, as long as they I'll do it right. back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, that, those are the big standouts for me on this list. Um, uh, yeah. So Our Planet mm-hmm. our planet gets a lot of viewership, which I, I still have to watch that. I heard that was pretty good. Uh, There's so. a few on there that are, like, British-focused ones on, on there, too, that, like, we haven't heard of. Yeah, yeah. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, yeah, that's interesting. So, we got that news, and then we also have the Riddler has been cast in The Batman now, as uh, right. Paul Denno has been um, cast mm-hmm. as the Riddler. Yeah. So, and the the most recent yeah. article that came out. Let's tie this together real quick. Paul Dano's audition for the Riddler has inspired Robert Pattinson for his voice in Batman. Hmm. Weird. I did not hear about that. Yes. Uh, so he I'm, just I'm getting, went on record. I'm, Go ahead. I'm getting a little more nervous about Pattinson. Yeah. So let me let me give the you things the, he starts to say. Let lately. me give you this quote. Let me give you this quote. <laughs> I'm going to give you this quote. Um, and uh, good timing, Mike. Let me give you this quote. Here we go. This is a quote. William's voice. Willem's voice in this is kind of inspiring for it. Uh, to be honest, Patton said in response to the interview, asking whether he had practiced his Batman voice. And then he said in quotes, it is pretty, it, it is pretty similar, uh, the voice I'm going to do, to what the Riddler is doing. Uh, he continued adding his opinion that, and this is more quotes, Batman has a sort of piratey kind of voice. I think that would really suit it. Hmm. Okay. So, uh, so you'd say he talks like this. <laughs> Sail the seas. Uh, I don't know what he's meaning with this, but Mr. Sparrow. <laughs> you know, I, uh, again, I wouldn't like, say it's piratey again, at all. Initially, initially, I was like, "All right, that could work." And the more he talks, the more worried I'm getting. So we'll see. Because he also said, you know, you know, he's not a hero or something. Uh, so have- well, as far as like heroes are concerned he's certainly he's more complex than say a superman here's the thing about that like he has like more morals than most superheroes well no but i mean more defined morals normally his quotes i think a lot of people are still hung up on the animated series version of the batman and that is one of the most definitive batmans but like almost all these other mediums like that he's in like the He's could be brutal and but not very really. much like you pay attention to any of the like animated DC movies that have come out or even the recent comics. He's he's not killing people, not on purpose. No, he's like usually not. No, I understand that, but I'm just saying he's still a very dark character that has Who? that's complex. Batman. He's not complex. He's simple, really. He's just, no. He just stays to. Uh, I wouldn't call him a complex character. No. 
I it's, think there's more to Batman than Superman. Um, there's more complexity to that, but uh, I, I I don't think his 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 words can be like that. You can be that upset because I mean he it reminded me of like the Justice League Doom thing, where it's like you know Batman is while he's the hero he's also like that neutral guy who's there still checking the heroes and he's like and he even says i'm not the hero you know he has said that many times i'm not a hero you know he's 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 like the checks guy of he's course like, but that's what the hero is supposed to say so mm-hmm. yeah but he's uh, basically in the hollywood reporter that also says that jeffrey wright is going to be playing commissioner gordon oh really uh, that is confirmed now well, it says that here. It says Pattinson starring as Batman with Zoe Kravitz as Catwoman and Jeffrey Wright is on board as Batman ally Commissioner Gordon. And then Jonah Hill was at one point eyeing the Riddler, but now we know um, it's going Dano. to be Paul Dano. Yeah. So are they just doing the Riddler in this one? This is what we're getting first Riddler? No, I mean, I think we're going to get another villain. Hmm. You normally get two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, I mean, we're getting Catwoman. The thing is with the Riddler, I really... I don't know if he works by himself. <laughs> he yeah, needs he needs something else to play off. I don't know if he works in a serious movie. <laughs> I think he does. Um, I think he does. I think he could be a the hush be, version of Riddler is very tr- interesting. Yeah, I think so. That's, I mean, that's the one I was thinking of immediately. Actually, I mean, I, so. I, I gave up on I gave up on Gotham before he fully got developed there. Uh, but I, I know oh, that they wanted farther with him. I watched the premiere of that finally the of the last season. That was a good premiere. So, yeah, I'm getting that done finally, too. I'm getting some work done. I got, right. like, four seasons of that. That's four over, right? That's a lot. Yeah, that's yeah, over with. Okay. My sprained ankle has caused me to get some work in on, on my shows. So, And some gaming, which we'll get into. Um, but, uh, yeah, so today was a, today was an active day for my catching up on things. <laughs> so, uh, but, yeah, so, uh, you know, that's it for the news. We'll get some more information on the Batman as it, as it films. And, uh, you know, we'll get... He doesn't even he hasn't even seen the final version of the suit either. There's no like he's seen the inspirations of it, but he hasn't worn the suit yet. So they have mm-hmm. not actually I don't know what that means for anything, but he says it looks in it it looks amazing to him. Obviously he's gonna say that. He is playing Batman. Uh mm-hmm. and uh but I don't know what kind of version they're gonna go with. I think they're gonna go with but for the record, I think it's gonna be more of a softer look, uh like not the spandex, but spandex look. Uh mm-hmm. with the the big like the the modern um the new 52 Batman, that's what I think they're going to go with. That's my theory. Yeah, I, I, think, see that. I figure it's going to be year one Everything yeah. about it do you it's going to be like year one. Do you think he's crazy enough to go as like a go with a dark blue instead of a black? Uh, no. 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 Never. They will never do that again. I guess not. I don't know. No, I mean, I could see like... We need to switch out a costume or something at some point and have them pull out that old raggedy one or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. We'll see. All right. Uh, let's get into our topic of the night, which is going to be the uh, top five horror villains for ourselves. This was easier for me here than the games. Games are tough. because So, I went with, mm-hmm. like, characters. To give you guys a preview of that, give you went with, like, characters instead of villains for that. But this, sure, was, sure. this was a lot easier for me. Um, and I like my number one a lot. And I will defend that to the grave. Um, so, <laughs> uh, I really like my number one, but, um, uh, I'll kick the list off my, my number five for like the, the top horror, uh, villain. I went with Freddy, uh, at number five, um, uh, because okay. it's not a knock on Freddy. It's that I like the other four, uh, <laughs> more. Um, and I know he's the classic, like he's in my, when we said this, let's do this list. That's like the first name that came to my head. Um, 
But, and like, oh. that's right. Oh, here comes the, here comes the audio. Oh, there it uh, is. It's Freddy's furnace. Yeah, there's the furnace. Freddy's coming for you. Uh, so, like, I never liked Jason. So, Jason, just to give you guys a preview of my list, Jason is not on my list. But I, I, I Freddy Krueger is, like, the classic villain. Uh, I, I, his, his movies were not, like, my favorites, but he's that, that iconic villain. That, that's why he made at least my top five. Uh, Mike? Um, my list is a little fluid because I really don't watch horror movies that much. But, see, I'm going to go then with Jason. And the reason why I'm doing that is because um, I, I always find it scarier. Like, a lot of people say with horror that, oh, you know... It's the character, like, you know, is intelligent or talks like it's scarier. I don't think so. I, I find once you humanize the villain a little bit, it seems less scary to me. So, okay. like, for me, Jason was more of a force than, like, a person, kind of, like Freddy was. And uh, and I don't really like the 80s slasher movies that much, so this is probably going to be the only one that I put in there from there. So I'm going to go okay. with Jason. Okay. Uh, Corey? I'm gonna go with the girl from the ring. I don't even know her name, mm-hmm. <laughs> but freaky, that chick is freaky as freaky, fuck. Yeah. Freaky, yeah, freaky, freaky. Yes. Uh, yeah. Oof. Scared the shit out of me that movie. Um, I watched that at your your parents' house, Corey, with you. I remember watching that at your house. Oh, really? Yeah, uh, I watched it there yeah. first time ever. Was it the room. American version or is it like the Ringu um, Japanese uh, version? No, I watched the American version one. first. Then we watched this the Japanese version second. So okay, that was a terrible day. No, I mean, I just it's one of those movies where it's like concept was kind of pretty it was interesting at the time it was like oh this is really cool and uh the one that just the ring, like, did the ring have michelle, michelle geller in it yes yes okay or was that the grudge oh, that was the grudge oh i'm I thinking think of the grudge the... never mind i'm thinking about the grudge then yeah. we watched the japanese version the ring we watched ring that's what we did we watched that ring one. you yeah i watched that one all i know is yeah the ring that got definitely was really freaky yeah so, so. all right tony uh, I put Leatherface, kind of going along with what Mike was saying. I, I appreciate this character because he wasn't, like, superhuman, but for all intents and purposes, he might as well not have been human because, like, he just couldn't be reasoned with or or anything. It was just, right. he's just a the psychotic force. killer cannibal. And it's just like, that's it's really creepy, actually. Um, and the fact yeah. that it's based on reality. Yeah, exactly. So it's just, to it's me, that's really weird. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. That's cool. Yeah, I mean, he's he's a classic one there. And, um, you know, I was thinking like Pinhead and all those other classic horror villains there. But I, I went I went more new with mine. Well, not really. That's that's not true. Because my next one is uh, Bram, Stoker, Bram Stoker's Dracula. Uh, okay. I went with that one. Uh, the, I was gonna go with Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves. The Gary Oldman one. Yeah, I was gonna go. Yeah, I went with that one. Uh, I was gonna go with the Nosferatu. With the the, bee, the beehive hair. Yeah, I don't know why, but I think that's like I don't know. I, I like that one. I like that movie a lot. I like that villain. Um, it was pretty good. Yeah, and that's what I think makes that uh, Nosferatu is not. I didn't like that movie as much, and I think that's. I mean, that's like the iconic, the first Count Dracula movie kind of thing, vampire at least. But uh, I, I went with. Um, this one instead for me. Um, so, I, you know, I think Dracula has to make a villain list. It's just a matter of, like, which version of him was the best one I saw. Um, and I think that's why I went with this one. So, uh, Mike? Um, let's see. I'm going to go with um, something a little uh, different. And I'm going to go uh, Jack Torrance. 
Oh, from I, the Shining. Yeah, I almost did. No, that's too. that's valid. Well, I almost but why too. it's different is because he's kind of not really the villain or the force behind it, but he kind of is. And the other reason why it's different is because I find the movie kind of funny. Now that you, when you watch it now, it's kind of like yeah, it's I mean, just kind of funny. You couldn't put the hotel, <laughs> but it's still it, it's very mm-hmm. entertaining and like it's just and it's the opposite of what I just said. But he's like a captivating like character just because you watch him like go insane and you know just become the villain slowly and uh it's just an interest it's like a big time horror movie performance that uh is unforgettable but maybe for slightly different reasons now than it used to be i just kind of find it sort of silly at this point but mm. i still like it yeah okay <laughs> no all right totally reasonable <laughs> uh where do we go next tony next right tony yep uh, number four for me was Jason as well, actually, um, oh. from Mike's list. Just because this was a bit more like I was saying about Leatherface, like it's a force of you know darkness, nature, whatever you want to call it. Um, and you know, whatever the slasher movies of the '80s, you know, it was. I, I don't know if a lot of them have particularly aged well, but just um, mm. the character so iconic. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it's spawned so many you know homages and stuff like that. You got, you gotta respect it. Yeah, you know, definitely. Yeah, I right. right. Corey, I'm gonna go with Jigsaw. Ooh, mm. Saw movies here, and I just think that um, this one I, really, I, I as far as like when you're saying like as a force, like kind of, you know, not necessarily stupid, but just like just a unstoppable monster type of thing. Here you have a guy who is basically dying and just manipulates everybody into doing horrific things to themselves and that that's pretty scary to see yeah, that. Yeah. and just to see like the like how far he'll go to kind of get people to realize what they have and what he's losing yeah, yeah he shows up he'll, we'll be talking about him a little bit too as well he's on my list as well uh oh, cool. so but he's not number three number three for me is the creature from the thing Nice. That's yeah. my number two. Yeah, that's going to be on my list as well. Oh, we have a multiple. <laughs> we have a multiple here. Uh, yeah. So uh, the only the only ones that obviously you know that Jigsaw's ahead of him, uh, but uh, the only two that beat him, in my opinion, were like real like great like single villains. And I, I went with Jigsaw later, and I'll explain that. But I loved that movie, The Thing, and that's another part. Like I mentioned with Dracula, like I loved the Bram, Bram Stoker's Dracula with Keanu Reeves, uh, mm-hmm. and. Um, this movie, I love this movie. It's our number one uh, horror movie to watch. And uh, this, 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 like, who is it? Uh, you know, it, you know where, where, where is it? Who's in it? You know, who's it in? Uh, I just love that aspect of the mystery of things and trying to decide who, who's who. Uh, mm-hmm. I just love that part of it. Plus, it's like, it's like, uh, I don't know, just it's kind of a sci-fi thing. And I like having, I don't know, I like that mix. Mm-hmm. I like that mix. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Because, you know, I mean, just going off, like, the, the slasher stuff, like, you'd be like, oh, it's evil or darkness or whatever. And that's cool and all. Like, don't get me wrong, that is just, like, the easy low-hanging fruit for, you know, a horror thing. But, like, some alien thing, like, coming to Earth, and this is, like, we don't, we can't even possibly understand it. Uh, but, yeah, to me, it's, like, you know, one of the quintessential, like, villain tropes where it's just, like, this being that, again, we can't really begin yeah. to understand what it, what it is or what it wants we just know that it's dangerous and that's the thing is like i love how it starts off with like they don't even know what's going on like just weird scary shit starts happening and they slowly begin to understand a little bit more and a little bit more and unfortunately by that time it's too late you know really to quarantine it and it just um the other aspect i liked was how it used people against themselves and yeah. each other yep just like 
can I trust this person? Like, it's right. that intrigue. And, you know, I love that in, like, games, you know, especially like board games and stuff like that. So it's just, like, just magnified to me for just, like, how can you not appreciate this as a, mm-hmm. a monstrous character? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, Mike, what was your number three? Um, Norman Bates I'm going with. Uh, mm. This is, again, it's, he's very human, but it's his humanity that kind of makes him scarier. Yeah. In this case, because it's, like, a real, like, sort of some somewhat realistic <laughs> portrayal of someone who just goes crazy, and um, it's just is just the classic sort of you know mama's boy shelter who goes wrong and starts killing people like sexually repressed. It's it it, it checks all the bo- boxes in, in Psycho. It's really the first time you really saw something like that put on film. And Norman Bates is, I mean, you have Norman Bates types in movies and you know even real life like it's just an archetype now so yeah to me uh Norman Bates was a good one and uh Psycho is one of the uh I think my favorite Hitchcock movie yeah. it's the most interesting one at least in my opinion cool all right um Tony um number three yeah number three right okay sorry uh Predator oh just uh don't know that the what spoke to me about Predator was that it's the ultimate um, hunter. Right. It's just, you know, it, it's... Craven. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. It's, not, it's, not, it's not necessarily, like, quote-unquote evil. It's not like... In its eyes, it's not doing anything evil. It's just doing what, you know... Where's Hunter the best is. game? Where's right. the best sport? And, like, what's yeah. going to give me the best challenge? Yeah. Exactly. But it's just so fearsome in that not only is it you know, physically impressive and stuff like that, but it has technology that, you know, where it was set, you know, is so, so far advanced beyond our own that it's just like, how, how do you fight this thing? How do you do that? And just the original movie and how, you know, that army platoon or whatever it was just, you know, slowly got their numbers dwindled while, again, they were trying to understand their enemy and assess the situation until Arnold finally put a couple pieces together to barely scrap by that fight, you know, just um, truly awesome. And, you know, honestly, a little horrifying if you think about what it would do to you, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. All right, Corey, number three. Um, what was number three? Yeah. So my number three is Freddy. Uh, you mentioned okay. him before, Jim, mm-hmm. but uh, for me, I think that um, what really makes elevates him as a horror movie villain is the fact that, uh, and they kind of make it really campy later on, but like in the original ones, like what is like what's the safest thing? Like you know what's safe for most people is like what do you what do you hear all the time? It's like go to sleep and you wake up, everything will be better, right? But like with Freddy, that's the whole problem. You can't go to sleep, and so um, that's like what's really scary for me, and something that uh, when I was younger that, that terrified me. Yeah. Like, no how do you defend like, yourself? <laughs> what do you do? Like you're supposed to. That's like your safe place. Like you go into your dreams and like just like wake up and everything's good. Like you can't do that here. And um, so having that fear of like you can't sleep is oh, it terrified me as a kid. And so that elevated him as a villain uh, in horror movies. And and obviously he's got that iconic look as well. So, but yeah, I, I really don't like what they they kind of can't beat him up a little bit there. <laughs> He definitely was a lot more menacing, I thought, in the earlier films. Yeah, yeah, I think um, yeah, he's such a he's just a classic villain, you're right? I mean, another reminder, like yeah, the whole dream thing—that's just like the freakiest thing ever. So, mm-hmm. 
Uh, yeah, my number two is Jigsaw. That's why I went with number two. Um, I moved him to number two is because I like his like menacing. Like he doesn't do anything. You have to do it yourself. Uh, he puts you in situations where you have to choose the two negatives, but uh, usually, uh, but um, it, it, the impossible scenarios. And I just love the, that kind of mind, mind fuck villain kind of thing, where mm-hmm. it's just like, yeah, Jesus, uh, what do you do here? Um, and I, I don't know. I just I, it's a brutal. Those are brutally like bloody movies that uh, you know. I, and then the fact that he's like, you know, he's dying of cancer, and there's another aspect of things where you're just kind of like, wow, it's uh, I, I, the original stuff. You no, know, I don't like I, the newer stuff. I didn't like so much, but um, I really liked him as a villain, so I think he's my number two. So, mm-hmm. uh, Mike, uh, my higher numbers are I'm sort of reserving for uh, more iconic characters, so I'm gonna go with uh, Frankenstein's monster if I have to choose a specific one. I would sort of do the Boris Karloff originals. Oh, okay. Uh, just because it's just so much. And some of those, uh, the takes in the movies are actually pretty good. The um, There's actually a Robert De Niro one, too, when he's the monster, which is kind of weird, but it's also more book accurate. It was right around the, uh, the Bram Stoker's Dracula time, too. But, uh, I don't know, Frankenstein monster, just the idea of science going awry and coming back to haunt you and then it just became you know ubiquitous really there's mm-hmm. so many versions of this everywhere it's he's just got a look and a style that like is sort of synonymous with halloween at this point so it's a uh, i think you got to put frankenstein's monster up there cool. okay all right tony uh mine was the thing oh okay for number two is the thing for me as well oh number th- okay Corey, did you say why Oh uh, well, just to echo what you guys are saying, same idea, and like, you know, where the, the whole fact of you know Freddy is like safe place to go dreamland and like try to you know, think happy thoughts and wake up and everything's better. Here it's like go to your friend and like get support and like try, and like try to get like get this thing together, but then now you can't because you have no idea if you can trust them. And as that whole aspect of now you you can't you know rely on anybody but yourself really but you have to rely on somebody because you won't survive if you don't and that's very scary so yeah Uh, and just like the freaking like practical effects in that movie with the most freakish things like they fuck me up that's why it holds up that's why it holds up i mean because of the practical effects i mean it holds up today uh you can still watch that movie um number one for me uh ghostface was my number one ah uh, okay. I went, yeah, I think that for me that is yeah, scream, the scream villain. For those not not sure, uh, that's the one for me that uh, I like enjoyed that movie and the sequel uh, and probably the third one a little bit as well. Uh, just because I really like enjoy that aspect of a villain, like the the psychological uh, like freaking people out, uh, and then um, you know, I mean, it was iconic. The you know, Hello Sydney kind of thing. You know, there's so many lines from that movie, and I don't know. I just it spawned like so many costumes that year. It was crazy. Like, uh, you know, the Ghostface mm-hmm. costume. It was famous, and uh, they even made fun of that in their own movie. And you know, it's just like it, it, it was unbelievable. And you know, it, I don't know. I just I really like that villain a lot. And the fact that it was also played by you know spoilers here. You know, it was two people uh, was another awesome mm-hmm. twist in that movie. Uh, and. Mm-hmm. Um, I just really enjoyed that quite a bit. I, I don't know. I like I like that villain. And I love the fact no, that it was, definitely it was a, a good play job. on the tropes of a classic. You know, the classic right. They turned yeah. all the yeah. 
classic horror films and like they made all those you know those <laughs> how can rules? like these people be so stupid yeah. and like you know like how would you survive and like yeah they yeah. turned it into a whole thing this is good take yeah the, the rules of everything i remember that that was great so mm-hmm. yeah that was my number one uh mike uh my number one is gonna be um dracula and okay. it'll be the uh bella lugosi dracula which one's that um, to the the classic one that's the classic universal one? yeah the guy with you know the yes the yeah. light shining mm-hmm. in his eyes that one yep, yep. <laughs> and that's just because uh you know you talk about nosferatu but like a lot of the vampire lore after that was shaped by those movies with uh, bella lugosi's uh dracula and uh so, I mean, va- vampires are one of the more interesting uh, horror groups just because it's a, like a former human, like corrupted, but not in like a weird zombie way. It's like almost like pretty sexual way. So it's sort of weird that way, but it's it's kind of like pulls all the aspects of you know horror together into sort of one sort of undead thing going on. And I thought that uh, those performance just sort of shaped that whole genre forever um and it was it's it's one of my favorite things to rewatch when i had to you know watch some classic films and classes in college and stuff but Mm. they were good they held up well enough yeah so that's it all right uh tony uh mine's gonna be the xenomorphs from alien um just yeah, yeah, I was thinking about this. I like that one. Because originally it was lower, but then I thought about it more. And to me, uh, it combines a lot of the things. So it combines, you know, it's something you can't reason with. You can't you can't negotiate with it. It's not, you know, sentient in the sense that, like, you know, you can converse with it, have a conversation, be like, hey, man, what do you want? Like, I know some tasty guys down the street, you know, nothing like mm-hmm. that. Um, it's not really evil like the Predator. It's just, it's just doing what it does, like, in a sense that, it's almost like the ultimate, not to be a pump, but like it is the ultimate predator in that it seeks out other creatures to, to, you know, adapt and evolve into like the perfect specimen, really, just throughout the different, se- like, the different films. Whatever it takes over, it takes their features and like magnifies it to a degree. So, like, and especially in the extended canon, when they start getting like all this ridiculous shit, it's just like kind of crazy that there is no mm-hmm. limit to their evolutionary um, capability and stuff like that. So, just to me, it's like, uh, and just like, you know, I mean, visually, it's horrifying. Like, the, the first mm-hmm. one you see is just like the mouth coming out of the mouth. I remember seeing that the first time as that was like absolutely terrifying um and just the drool coming out and then even like it has natural defenses so that like its blood is acidic so it's just like you can't even properly defend yourself without you know potentially killing yourself and stuff like that so just to me it's just like a combination of uh the creature uh, a predator and just you know um a sci a sci-fi just ultimate it's, evolution it's of, the ultimate killing yeah. machine yeah exactly yeah. yep nope. they were they were made for no, that. that's that is my number one as well the alien. So, oh, nice. So yeah, no, uh, same same ideas uh, as far as where I'm at with this, and you know, I, I first thing I think of is the original Alien film, and um, you know, like you had mentioned before with the thing, and what we've said, you know, you don't know what's happening, like you, like you don't know what's going on, everything seems okay, and then oh shit, something's going on, and now in uh, here specifically, it's like in your face, like somebody is. You get the chest burst, or like it bursts out of your chest, first mm-hmm. of all, and 
it uses you that was to like, like yeah as an it, it's like that moment that reveal was just crazy yeah so. and it's just like that mo and and then it just like goes off into the ship and you're like oh shit now it's on the ship somewhere and like yeah. how scary is that when you have no idea what this thing is it just murdered somebody by coming out of it like it's not like it's an external thing it came out of this person's body and now it's on the ship and you know that it is uh dangerous and and then yeah when you see it for the first time and just it, it kind of uncurls uh, yeah, just the like you're saying the iconic look of it mm-hmm. um the the art style really is what makes this uh, stand above everything else and i did actually was i was contemplating between this and the thing like where like which one do i do and for me it is um alien just because i think that it's just so much more not necessarily menacing but um because like you really like the thing just shapeshifts and stuff but here you like you're saying like you how do you defend against it and then the you know, with aliens, you see how they can multiply so quickly and mm-hmm. how uh, dangerous they can be and all the uh, evolutions of it as far as, like, being uh, younger and to how mm-hmm. big it gets as it gets older. And then with the queen, it's just, yeah, it's, it's such a great, great uh, villain yeah, yeah. slash That's, creature. You know what's crazy is when I was doing my film. list, I didn't even, like, I <clears> didn't even think about the xenomorph. And I'm like, that is, I concur with you guys 100%. Like, it would, yeah. like, shift my list. Like, it's a great, <laughs> it is the great... It is a great film. Like, that movie, that first movie is so, like, thriller, like, holy shit, suspense, like, where the fuck is this It's thing? one of those, yeah, and it's one of those things where, like, you know, we're saying, sometimes the scariest thing is the things you don't see, and, like, how it kind of blends into the, the background and mm-hmm. blends into the, the scene, the, you know, the environment. Yeah. Really okay. yeah, and I would even go a little, just beyond real quick, just... Uh, I found that a lot of them have been displayed as extremely cutting, too, just, like, the way they... Like you said, like they lurk in the shadows or they hide and, and stuff. Like I remember at the end of the the first movie when uh, Ripley is just like you know preparing to like go into the deep deep cold slumber or whatever like that, and she gets in her unit and then like it just looms out of them. She sees it and she starts like freaking out because it's like oh shit, it still got into like the that area of the ship or whatever like that and mm-hmm. it's just like or, or even in like the second movie when the queen was able to what ride like hide underneath the elevator as it was going up like they're just instinctively very cutting and intuitive and it's just like makes it even scarier so, you, so like to yeah. me find the fact of like like zombies they're an iconic you know horror creature but like for the most part they're slow they're mindless they don't you know whatever yeah but they're dangerous in hordes and mass you know mm-hmm but you combine those elements, and it's like, oh, by the way, they're fast, they're cunning, they're deadly, they're evolutionary, and it's like, oh, well, what right. chance do you and have? The, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And those face huggers, man, those are fucking freaky. Yeah. Yep, yep, exactly. Oh, God. Yep. Force feed you my baby. Yeah. <laughs> like, we'll lose you to... As, uh, yeah. Oh my Take God. my seed. Okay. Yeah, so... So... Yeah. All right. Uh, where were we on this thing? It was. Uh... That's our number ones, the horror. All right. Horror villains. That's number one. So we have to figure out this list. Give me one second, guys. All right. Give me one second. I don't know. Talk amongst yourself. Figure this out. We got. Hang on one second. I'll be right back. I got like interrupted. Hang on one second here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, as far as uh, thing, I was thinking about Predator too, because obviously when you think of Alien, you kind of think Predator. You have to. You have to. Yeah. And I, the one thing I left Predator off my list is just because I was. I felt like because of the reason some of the reasons you were saying those it's like he's more of like a hunter slash like just like i'm just out for some sport just like going around and 
I never really thought of those movies like horror movies. I've more thought of them like as almost as action films. Sorry so I, I, I didn't really categorize them in my mind as like a horror villain, but he is mm. a scary monster. He's like, yep. fuck, I would not want to be. Damn. <laughs> so the interesting. Oh, I was just gonna say real quick. The interesting thing to me about that is like, yeah, I, I agree with you. Like, you know, they are hard to build. Like, what if like there was a subsection of the predator race that just like didn't adhere to those rules and were yeah. just, oh, you I, know. Well, there, I think some of that kind of occurs later on in some of the, uh, know, does it? the literature. Yeah. Uh, in the books. Yeah. In the books. Those books are great. Um, yeah. So uh, compiling a list here. Um, Xenomorphs, number one. Uh, I think we got that con- consensus here. With two number one picks for that, it gets number one. <laughs> and I'm okay with this uh, 100%. Like, I think it should be number one. I agree with you guys. Uh, the Thing. Would you go number two with The Thing? Because it was all three of our lists. No. It's my yeah. number two. Yeah, two two twos and two twos and a three. Uh, there's Dracula would be next with one and a. You could do Dracula was... next because it made my list uh, as a four, and then you know we use two different we use two different Draculas, but it's kind of like you know we're going for that same style. Yeah. It's a concept, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, and then Freddy Jason, Jigsaw Freddy. What do you think? I don't know. Um, I'm okay with whatever you guys decide there. I think they're all kind of fall in the same category for me. It is like splitting yeah. hairs down there. Um, I'm good. I'm good with it. going. I'm good with going. Freddy, Jason. I'm okay with this and leaving Jigsaw off because those are the classic ones. Uh, mm-hmm. So I'm okay with that on the list. To be honest with you, so Freddy right. versus Jason. Yeah, and that's. I mean, yeah. I'm so mad we never got a sequel to that. <laughs> All right, so yeah, I mean, you woke up, right? Our consensus list here: is number five, Jason; number four, Freddy; number three, Dracula; number two, the things, the creature and the thing; and number one, the Xenomorph. There you go. Yeah. Right. Good list. That's Not too it. Bad. Uh, we, it's a consensus top five villain of uh, 2019. Uh, you know, as we get more movies coming out, yeah. who knows what shows up, but uh, maybe we'll revisit this in a few years. I uh, hope you enjoyed it. You can write us podcast at allinggeek.net. Let us know what you think. You can write us uh, on Facebook as well, uh, Twitter. Um, we're on YouTube. You can, you know, comment on our videos on there. Uh, we're on Spotify. We're on, um, I don't know, we're on iHeartRadio yet. I haven't checked, but we should be soon. <laughs> so look over us there, iTunes, Racing iTunes. Thanks for tuning in. See you guys next week. Happy Halloween.